We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College is proud to bring you the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters, a fun casual joint. And brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance. And by Adina Health System. Now along with Coach Ryan Day and former OSU All-American Jim Lachey, here's the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. And welcome to this week's show as Ohio State goes into the first of what will be two bye weeks during the 2019 season. And the Buckeyes... After last Saturday's 34-10 win over Michigan State, find themselves tied at number three in the national polls. Still unbeaten and feeling good, Jim, about themselves going into that bye weekend. Yeah, Paul, what a great atmosphere it was Saturday night. Uh, you know, the, the blackout, uh, the, the guys had the black uniforms on. Uh, you know, just that whole atmosphere with the night game. And, you know, you get in there and you look excited to see how it's all going to get started. And, you know, Ohio State offensively, got to give credit to Michigan State. They came out with a pretty good game plan. They shut us down early on. But the defense came out and made plays. And, you know, those fumbles, boy, you could hear that stadium erupt. And then, you know, obviously Ohio State didn't take advantage of those points early on. But they get the ball back, defense gets it again, and, you know, they get a field goal out of it. And, you know, just to hear the stadium, the fans, you can tell there's a lot of excitement about this team right now just from going through the experience. And 
Well, quite honestly, this probably team needed to face some adversity. You know, it's been clear sailing uh, through the first five games. They probably needed to test themselves, so to speak, and they certainly had a big test there in that first quarter. You know, you look at the end of that quarter, they had 16 offensive plays and just 16 yards, and kind of gives you a double take, you know, like, wow, I'm not used to seeing those numbers. But then they figured it out the second half and had a historic second quarter, I should say. Uh, they had a historic second quarter where they put up 296 yards of offense. So it, it turned in a hurry. And, again, credit to staff. They made some adjustments after the, what they saw Michigan State was doing defensively and were able to come out and uh, execute there in that second quarter. And before we talk more about that, we're going to remind folks and do it a few times here too. A reminder that next week's Ryan Day show will be on Wednesday rather than Thursday because of the Friday night game at Northwestern. So it'll be the same time but a different day on Wednesday. Uh, all of that talk about what happened Saturday, Jim, comes because of the high regard for Michigan State's defense. Yeah, and, you know, again, coming in, they were, you know, one of the top-ranked defenses as far as giving up the running and, and really overall, uh, you know, they're just giving up 55 yards of ground on, on, you know, get on the rush uh, for the year was, was, you know, one of the tops in the country, Fourth. but Ohio state was able to dent them in that category. Obviously some big plays there. The 67 yarder JK Dobbins had was a thing of beauty. You saw our offensive line. Uh, you saw some great play fakes. You saw JK, you know, showing some speed and getting there and that gashed them. And for a defense like Michigan state, who takes you know a lot of pride on stopping a run you know, that's a gut check. You can see him over there in the sidelines kind of looking and like, okay, I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board and, and change things up. But then Ohio State was able to continue to run the football. And I think that's to me, is, you know, the toughness factor. Coach preaches that. He's been preaching it since day one. He wants to have a tough football team. And to be tough, you got to be able to run the ball, and you got to be able to run the ball against the Michigan States of the world. And they were able to do that. Uh, and as I said, over 300 yards rushing. You know, everybody thinks this is a pass-happy team. Yeah, they can throw the football and make some big plays uh, with Ben Victor getting a 60-yarder, but you have to have the ability uh, to run the football. And Ohio State's shown that now uh, with J.K. Dobbins, you know, now over 700 yards or 800 yards for the year, and Master Teague really coming on too. This is kind of an odd time because not only just having a bye week, but then after that, two games, and then the second bye occurs. Um, imagine that that's probably a different approach than what there have been in previous years when it's been just one bye. When you played, you didn't yeah. have byes. Yeah, they, they, again, they didn't really care about our safety back then, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> go out there and get it done. Throw us off the bus. No, uh, just go play, and that's what we did. And of course, in high school, you play 10 straight, and, and that's the way it is. And then, you know, in college, we were kind of used to that. Uh, you just go out and you play each and every week. Uh, we started after Labor Day and finished before Thanksgiving, so it was a nice schedule and it worked out perfect. But, you know, with these buys now, I think they've prepared for them. They've, they've been through this. You know, these college kids, now seniors, some fifth-year guys, they've been through the buys. They understand it. And what you can, you can't, you can't let uh, all the success you've had in the first six weeks uh, be ruined in two or three nights of, you know, out with your friends and visiting family and things like that. You still have to, you know, maintain and the coaches had right, their, Coach Trestle. Yeah, they, right. they, they would like to have you all right here. So, yeah, they're they, they going to go out and, and get a chance to see some family and friends and uh, catch up on some homework, and then obviously they'll come back for a two-week stretch and then have another bye. Well, you sound like a parent catching up on yeah. homework. <laughs> we get a chance now to talk, <laughs> talk with Coach Ryan Day, and thank you as always for your time. Imagine the uh, secret formula is to try and find the way to continue the rhythm and the momentum but also take advantage of the – not only just physical, but the mental rest that comes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, The bye week is great for that. Uh, there's a lot to do in a bye week. Um, you know, we, we meet with each individual player uh, as, a, as a position coach and then and then with the head coach, you know, obviously, to go through uh, some things that we've done well, but the things that will work on moving forward. 
uh, it's a great time to get a self-assessment of where each guy's at, where each unit's at, and uh, things we've done well, but then things we need to work on moving forward. So it's easy to get in front of the team and say, we've got to get better today. Okay, we'll get better at what? You know, and so now we've given them, you know, some exact things that they really need to improve on, not only during the bye week, but moving forward in the next couple of weeks. Paul and I were talking about, Coach, just the toughness factor of this team right now, and that was, again, something that had to be shown on Saturday night. Uh, offensively, things weren't working, but you leaned on that running game, and you ran from over 300 yards against a great Michigan State team. And then after the game, you gave the team ball, uh, the game ball to McMurati. You know, and obviously that shows a toughness that you preached. And it sure showed up that night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a team that's tough. Michigan State has been year in and year out, and Coach Antonio does a great job of that. And uh, they've always been that way. Um, I remember when I was at Boston College, his first year at Michigan State, we played in the, I believe it was the Citrus Bowl. They were tough. I mean, it was like, you could tell right from the beginning uh, of, of his tenure there. Uh, and then it's gone on from there. So we knew we had to be, we had to answer the bell that way. But, uh, you know, early in that game, we, we missed a tight end running down the middle of the field in the second play of the game. Ben, you know, drops a go ball that's kind of right in his belly, and then and then we have a long run get get called back for holding. So, you know, we, we had some big plays, we didn't make them, and we didn't get into really a rhythm early on in that first quarter. Had some big plays, you know, should have really converted on that. Didn't execute the way we wanted to, but then, like you said, the running game started to take effect, and, and then we got some big plays. And I thought it all started with the third down conversion on third and seven to KJ Hill. We then hit a 12-yard run, and the next play we hit the play action to, to Ben, and that kind of got, the, got the, uh, things going overall. Can there be a rhythm that comes with getting turnovers the way that your team has in the last two games? You know, it, it's funny. I, I think that uh, when you watch certain teams, you know, sometimes they come in waves, and uh, that's kind of happened for us. I mean, when you think about the Nebraska game, there was three in the first uh, 20 plays, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, we picked you know a couple uh, turnovers there in the first, I don't know, it was maybe – five plays of the uh, of the game last week and only turned into three points which we got to get that fixed but but you know anytime you get a short field like that and you get a rhythm going it's it's a big deal you've seen a lot of pressure you know, a lot of exotic blitzes coming from different teams i mean i go back and watch that first one they're lined up in what i'm 33 stacks so to speak and they're coming all different ways and their game plan early on was hey we're going to see if josh alby can you pick up a lot of guys moving around in space and made a tough one out there but you guys made some adjustments after that uh, to begin to counter what they're doing but again are you, are you learning some new blitzes each and every week you turn on the film is how defenses are starting to prepare for you guys and get some pressure on you yeah and you know we're going through self-scout in the first six games and what we've seen and, and, and what we've shown and can anticipate a little bit of what we may see again down the road but uh, you know, first and second down is very different than third down in the red zone. And, um, you know, they, they, they bring their pressure. They brought the field pressure, boundary pressure, and internal. They, they always do that with their mixed in with their quarters, and they do a great job of that. But then on third down, they have an unbelievable package that they bring. You know, they can bring the corner and the will. They can bring the inside guys. And uh, early on, we didn't do a great job of picking that up. I thought as the game went on, we made some good adjustments to pick it up on third down. But moving forward, we've got to be a little cleaner in that area. For each sack the Buckeye defense records this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries supporting Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste in their stores. You can join Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste team by rounding up at any Kroger registered. The next game for the Buckeyes will be a week from tomorrow, Friday, October 18th at Northwestern. We'll be on the air that night with our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 7 p.m. More of the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters when we continue from Learfield IMG College.
Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two lower-level tickets. One bowl prize winner chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at your favorite Roosters or at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Adena Health System is South Central Ohio's trusted name in health care, dedicated to providing you and your family with the best possible care right here in our community. We're expanding our services with walk-in clinics, after-hours care, and more providers than ever. It's all part of Adena's mission to provide you with experienced care that's close to family and close to home. Learn more at Adena.org. Adina Health System, here for life. You need a financial partner that understands your business, your industry, and your market. BMO Harris Commercial Banking serves a wide range of middle market businesses in Ohio. From financing solutions to advisory services, our team of local experts will work with you closely to deliver the services and guidance you need when you need it. BMO has deep roots in the Ohio community, so we're committed to helping local businesses grow. BMO Harris Commercial Banking is ready to help your business explore new possibilities. BMO Harris Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is the Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Well, Jim, the good thing for anybody who is injured, they've got extra time to heal up now. Yeah, with the game being on a Friday and obviously with the bye week, they will have a little extra time to get ready this weekend, get a little rest up. There are some guys that are banged up. Obviously, it's a physical game when you go against Michigan State in the Big Ten and halfway through the season, a little bit, everybody's a little bit banged up. So I'm sure they'll use this time to try to get some guys healthy. So everything looks good for the Buckeyes Get going into their bye week. Our report brought to you by Elk and Elk, serious fans of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. 
It's time for Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. And our Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach question comes from Agnes in Etna. Oh, boy, here come the bye week questions. <laughs> Coach, do you have a tougher time now doing simple things like going to the grocery store or out to dinner with your family now that you're the head coach and much more recognizable in the community? I don't think it's uh, any tougher. I just think that uh, there's more attention and uh, more going on. But uh, people are great uh, for the most part. Um, a lot of pictures. People love to take pictures. That's a big deal. Uh, but and we try to make sure we do that with the family as much as we can and try to go grocery shop and go out to dinner, do those things, and, and uh, try to keep it as normal as possible. But uh, as time goes on, uh, there's more and more going on during those times. But uh, that's okay. That's all part of it, and, and uh, we totally embrace that as a family. And school activities, sure. I'm, I'm sure your kids are involved in a lot of after-school sports, things like that. And, you know, every once in a while you got to go check those things out and be involved with that. And yeah. There's always that one parent that wants to come up and, and get a breakdown of the Northwestern Wildcats or why this didn't happen. But most people, I'm sure, are pretty cool with you. No, no, it's pretty good, and you understand it all. The, the, the hard one is when somebody asks my wife to take a picture of us. That yeah. usually doesn't go over real well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually start the car up after that, but uh, but overall it's pretty good. Good. Well, thank you to Agnes from Aetna for your question or Tim Hortons Coffee with a Coach question. And if you've got one, you can go to OhioStateBuckeyes.com and click on the Tim Hortons logo, Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Um, and while the game's going on and you're dealing with all the things you have to deal with, how'd you like the atmosphere last Saturday night? Unbelievable. Uh, what a great atmosphere. Uh, you know, for for all Buckeye Nation to experience and our players to experience the blackout, but just the, the electricity in the stadium was off the charts. Um, really cool in the fourth quarter. Not that I remember it that well because I'm in the, the teeth of the game. But, you know, everybody lighting up the, the stadium was really great. And uh, had a bunch of recruits there and got some tremendous feedback on all of that. So uh, third down was loud. I mean, when we scored, it was loud. I mean, it was it was all everything you expected it to be in the horseshoe on a, you know, a, a night like that. Big Ten top 25 team, blackout, the whole thing. It was really special. You know, take us back to Justin Fields' touchdown pass to Luke Farrell. Uh, you know, I thought that was a great read by him because he was looking to his left, uh, you know, trying to get some things open, didn't see it, and then he saw Jake standing there. And I love Jake's quote quote after the game saying, hey, I got denied in the Rose Bowl. You know, I got tackled about the two. I wasn't going to get denied, denied this time, and he got in there. Just to see the team celebrate how happy for him uh, to get in the end. So that was a big play and a great read uh, there by Justin. Yeah, I mean, it's great to see Luke get get a touchdown. I mean, he puts a lot of work in, and he plays a lot of snaps. And, um, you know, the amount of work he does in the run game, the protection, the pass game, and, you know, he doesn't always get a lot of, uh, you know, touchdown uh, catches, and he's got a couple of them in his career. But to see him get – you know, something like that in a game like this was great. Um, the play itself, it, it wasn't exactly the way we drew it up. Um, you know, the guy was blitzing from the field. He actually peeled with the back, and it wasn't exactly the way we designed it. But uh, he had what we called an OTB, which is an over the ball at about 10 yards. He kind of, uh, you know, Justin got flushed a little bit, slid, kept his eyes downfield. He found a nice window in there, and then he did a great job of breaking some tackles. You know, Bocce was right on him, and, um, you know, Luke is stronger even than he gives himself credit for sometimes. And, uh, you know, so that was great right after the catch and a big play in the game. With those four tight ends, and all of them have been in there, they give you the ability to do some various and different things that if you were only playing one or two? Yeah. Uh, anytime you have 12 personnel, it, it, it brings a different flavor to the game. Um, you know, when you have bigger surfaces like that, the defense has to defend it a little bit different. It adds another gap, whether it's uh, on one side of the ball or the four surface side when there's a tight end wing. 
and so they have to defend it a little bit you know heavier and then that opens up some play action pass down the road as well so uh, there's a lot that goes into that and, and I think when you have the ability to go from 11 to 12 it, it just forces the defense to have to prepare for more things. Coach now that you're looking over the whole team um, to me watching that whole game it's impressive after the first interception of his you know season or career here uh, for Justin, the defense went out and forced a three and out. You know, fabulous, man, bailed me out, thanks. You know, and that was midfield. You had to do something, and the defense was able to bail him out. Then we have a fumble, you know. What happens next play? Jordan Fuller gets the interception. Uh, to have your offense, defense bail each other out like that, say, hey, we got your back, and then go out and prove it, that, that has to feel good. Yeah, that, that's something, uh, as you know, we call sudden change when, um, you know, something happens, whether it's a, a return that gets us out to midfield or, or a turnover where – uh, the defense has to go out there and, and uh, you know, in, in our territory and kind of hang in there. And then they did that, uh, which was great because, uh, you know, we can't be turning the ball over like that. But, you know, eventually we were going to throw an interception and, and the way that we, we handled that uh, was great on defense. Uh, I thought it started with the first drive and we kind of, you know, gave up a couple first downs, but then we kind of stopped them right there. They, they go and miss the field goal. And then from there, I thought they played great, uh, a bunch of three and outs and, and got some sudden change stops. Does that involve coaching guys into selective amnesia? Yeah, Meaning well, forget those things? Yeah, well, it's it's part of the game, and you can't let the next play affect, you know, or let the, the, the play that you just had affect the next. You have to have a short memory in everything you do uh, because just because you have a bad play doesn't mean you're having a bad game or that you're a bad player. You know, you're going to have those type of things. You know, I mean, they're, they're good teams, and uh, there's going to be adversity along the way, and how you handle the adversity is the key. And We've been preaching that for a long time, and this is really the first time we felt that at certain points in the game, and we responded pretty well. Six opponents now you've held to less than 300 yards uh, total offense. Very impressive. Uh, you know, you got your cornerbacks, your linebackers, your defensive line, and then, you know, Chase Young has just been in a different world. You know, you've seen a lot of different ways that they're trying to attack him now. He's really on every play got to worry about probably two, sometimes three guys to go through to get it, and yet he still finds a way to put pressure. Uh, it's fun to watch him on tape, but just to see how hard he plays each and every time. And it was impressive. And really the the one touchdown drive that Michigan State had, Chase was, you know, not in on that drive. And just shows how he can change a game. Yeah, he makes a major impact on the game. And a lot of times when you have to uh, chip away, you know, chip or thump, you know, whether it's a tight mm-hmm. end or, or a back, that's just one less guy in the route. And so uh, the impact that he has when he's in the game is, is strong. And uh, but, but then also if they slide to him, that opens up other guys. And – uh, so it's a team effort, but certainly he draws a lot of attention. That was going to be the next question, how that ties to what some of those guys that aren't getting the stats do, uh, whether it's Hamilton, Landers, uh, Cornell, who seems to be in the backfield more than maybe we've ever seen before. That has to be great to see how they're influencing and creating those opportunities. Yeah, and the inside guys, you know, they're, they're doing a good job of getting push, and especially in the run game of kind of controlling the line of scrimmage. And, uh, but a lot of great effort plays and pursuit inside. We're playing a lot of guys in there, and Larry's doing a good job of rotating them. Uh, but there was a great play in the game where it was a screen play. They kind of had us, um, and uh, there's two there's two guys blocking Sean Wade. He kind of splits them and kind of stops the running back. But the guys who made the play were B.B. Landers and Tough coming from the back in, in pursuit just because of great effort. And so, uh, you know, when you're fresh and you're able to roll those guys, they can play at a high level. And you can see that. Uh, you know, B.B. Landers knows, hey, I'm going to get four or five plays here. And he, he's like, you know, just like a fully charged guy when he's out there playing and, and gets off the ball really quick and gums up things. But your whole defensive line does that. You saw Zach Harrison come in, uh, Jean-Baptiste come in and really make some plays getting upfield, along with Tyreek and Tyler and, and just the whole crew. Having so much up there does kind of wear down. And, you know, that's what you guys have been able to do, control that second half wearing the guys out and again I think that's probably why you gave you know make the ball I mean the toughness factor conditioning factor you're seeing it wear out opponents and 
obviously you're outscoring guys 200 to 332 in the first half. You're making them one-dimensional in that second half. Yeah, and, and one of the great things about the first five games is uh, you know, we were able to play some of those guys in the second half and get some depth because uh, when you get into a game like that, you feel more confident putting guys in the game who maybe you wouldn't be sure of if you didn't get those reps on film. And, you know, they've gotten a bunch of reps already in, in the first six games. You, know, you look at some of the depth we played. We played threes and almost fours at some positions. And so as you get those guys on film, you know, as a coach, you feel more confident to say, all right, we're going to roll. You three guys are going to play at this position. We're going to keep you fresh and keep you going. And so on both sides of the ball, we've been able to build more depth this season, which has been a great for the first six games. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And we'll have more of Coach Day's show presented by Roosters when we continue from Learfield IMG College. We all have our routines, and for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. Coors Light presents a word from Kirk Herbstreet. It's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for college football. It means your fridge is filled with Coors Light. It means last night's pizza is this morning's breakfast. And washing it down with your first Coors Light of the day is worthy of an ah. It's Saturday morning, and it means showers are optional. Make Saturday mornings even more chill with a fridge full of Coors Light, the official beer of Saturday morning. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Light Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Tradition is what the fans love about college football. Ohio State Athletics strives for a tradition of excellence, like we do at Elk and Elk. As a firm, we continue our tradition of successful verdicts, investing in our community, and recruiting talent to help keep our team strong. We're so proud to support Ohio that we've made it a part of our identity. 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. Jeff Weiler Chevrolet has three locations, and there's one close to you in Canal Winchester. Come see us today or go online where you can take advantage of our virtual test drive from your smartphone. Find new roads at Jeff Weiler Chevrolet of Columbus.com. Before kickoff, hit the field with Game Time with Ryan Day. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to break down each week's game. Game Time with Ryan Day. Game Day Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10TV and statewide on Fox Sports Ohio. 
The Fan. The Fan. Ohio sports destination. Now back, back to, to the, the Ryan, Ryan Day, Day Show. Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Time now for the Ticket to the House Touchdown Replay. Play, play. Presented by Xmark. Field is going to roll to the right, looking to pass. Throws on the run of field. Wide open Victor to the 40 of Michigan State. To the 30, Benjamin Victor to the 20-yard line. To the 10, down the sideline, dives for the pylon. No signal yet from the official. There it is. Touchdown, Benjamin Victor. As he raced down the right sideline and takes it 60 yards to the house. And the Buckeyes have a 9-0 lead. Our Xmark Take It to the House replay brought to you by Xmark Professional Mowing Equipment, trusted 2-1 to one by top landscape pros over the next best-selling brand of zero-turn mowers. And welcome back to this week's show with Coach Ryan Day, presented by Roosters. And uh, Benjamin Victor is a guy that, you know, I asked you earlier this week, he seems to be one of those that has a knack for making big plays. Yeah, he, he made a big play there, and um, you know, he's been making some big plays for us this season. He's important because as the X receiver, a lot of times it kind of starts with that philosophically. If, if into the boundary you get into three-by-one, there's one-on-one to the boundary with the corner and the X, you know, the X has to win. And uh, the minute he starts winning, typically they have to now, you know, cloud the coverage or, or bring another guy over, and that either opens up the run or somebody else to the field. So, uh, you know, X receiver's big, and he's been playing big for us so far. And I think that's what, no, 15, 16 touchdowns for his career, Ben Victor just finds a way throughout, you know, to find to get in the end zone. He, he's like a big play waiting to happen. We've seen that for the last couple of years. But, again, a great design play. I know you, you talked about on Monday we had you on. You worked on that for about three or four weeks, that play. And, it, you know, the play call, you got to have the right time, the right place, and the situation, it all came up. And great play fake. And then, you know, obviously Ben be able to take it to the house afterwards was awesome. Yeah, that was something we had been – we had it ready for about three weeks and the time wasn't just right. And um, and then we got him into that look. Uh, that was something we really hadn't shown before, which was, um, you know, we are faking an inside zone. And, and then, um, uh, you know, Justin actually tucks the ball away to sell like he's pulling it. And then uh, both guys, you know, both receivers did a good job of running him off. Ben really sold the stock block, slipped behind him, and that, and that was well executed. Is that where a busy night for somebody like K.J. Hill, who, what, I think had seven catches, where that can help create an opportunity for somebody else on the other side? I think anytime you, you, you spread the ball around different guys, it helps, um, you know, and not having tendencies in terms of where the ball's going at all times. And, uh, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job of spreading the ball around between running backs, tight ends, inside receivers, outside receivers, and that makes it harder, I think, for defenses to nail you down. You know, Ben Victor uh, had a big play, but he had that one drop, and he probably that's the one he probably talked about in the film a lot, and guys give you a hard time when you have that play. That's a good place, but when, you know, you have some things like that that don't go your way, it shows how he rebounded and came back and, and did make that big play after that, something negative, something positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, in, in the first 15 plays, I think we gave away about 100 yards offense, which was frustrating. Uh, but uh, that being said, uh, it was good to see Ben – come back. That's kind of what we talked about before. Just because you have a bad play doesn't mean you're a bad player. You're having a bad game. You had a bad play, move on from it. And, uh, you know, we told him we're going right back to you. you got to have a short memory. I think maybe in the past he would have let the next couple of plays get affected. He didn't. And, uh, you know, so hats off to him the way he responded. Also regarding the offense, with the way the running game is going, with all of the things that it does, is massaging the clock also high on the list with what it does, especially against an opponent like Michigan State? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we try to go in and out of different tempos based on what's going on in the game. Uh, there was a point in the third quarter uh, we first came out where Michigan State was kind of moving the ball down the field, missed the field goal. But, uh, you know, our defense at that point looked a little tired. And so uh, we weren't just about to go three and out or go really, really fast and not take a bunch of time off the clock. And, 
um, you know, sitting there as the head coach, you know, you're trying to make sure that defense is in a good place and they're not getting worn down because that's a bad feeling in a game when all of a sudden your defense looks like they're worn down. Uh, so, you know, we didn't want to do that. We were kind of a little bit slower and more methodical through the third quarter uh, because we felt like we had a good, strong lead. The defense was playing good and didn't want to get greedy at that point uh, because, you know, it's the Michigan State team that, as we know, is dangerous. So uh, we weren't just going to start going as fast as we could and, and start flipping the possessions over again. And uh, so I thought we did a good job of that, and the tempo was right at the time. You know, and that has been a factor wearing down those opposing defenses. And, you know, I, I know that you guys, you know, you work on that a lot, uh, you know, going through that. Now, you know, with your tackle situation, Brandon Bowen, Josh Allaby, obviously Brandon Bowen played the majority of that game. I know Nicholas Petit-Fierre is still competing hard there. And that's probably, you know, time to, after six tough physical games, all those guys can get a little rest up and, and then, you know, start competing, getting ready for Northwestern. You like the depth that you have at that position right now, and you still plan on all using maybe all two or all three guys. Yeah, uh, and that was a physical game, and they've been in phys- they've been playing physical. So uh, the, the bye, bye week's coming at the right time. Uh, they're a little battered right now, and they just they just need a break. They need a couple of days away where they can catch their breath. And uh, we are we're planning on playing those guys. You know, it's a good problem to have where you have you know tackles that you can put in the game that you feel good about. Uh, it's good to see guys being able to jump back and forth and. Uh, we feel like we have four, and we're even developing a fifth tackle right now that we feel like you know we can go play in the game with. So uh, the more depth we have there, the better. Um, I think the inside guys are playing really, really well. Um, and, and really the center, Harry Miller, is coming along really good for a freshman too. So, uh, yeah, I think depth is, is critical in the O-line, especially as we start getting later in the season. You saw some physical plays. Wyatt Davis getting a nice shot on uh, Joe Bashi, the linebacker, you know, getting knocked down there. Uh, Josh Meyer seems like he has several every game. His effort, uh, Jonah Jackson doing the same thing at guard. It's contagious right now, and it's spreading, uh, the physical of that. And I know your defense sees that, and, like, I I don't want to get rolled up like that. So there's a competitive edge to him right now, and they're playing hard. And when you turn that on film, that jumps out. It is, and and we count all the knockdowns, and uh, they take a lot of pride in their knockdowns and finishing guys down the field. And uh, that's been something they take a lot of pride in. We, We watch all those plays as a team, and, and the team meeting go through and, you know, we try to get as many knockdowns as we can and try to make sure that we're, you know, emphasizing finishing and, and uh, you know, great effort down the field. And, uh, and, and they're, they're bought into that. And I think, you know, those three guys, especially inside, are, are playing really powerful. But I thought Thayer probably played his best game of the year so far. Uh, he was solid in pass protection against, you know, Wilkes, who's, you know, obviously one of the better pass rushers in the league. And I thought he played well in the run game too. As Jim was asking you about the bye, if you would kind of, <clears throat> for everybody, lay out what your schedule has been this week, what it will be like this weekend, and then how you deal with kind of a, comp- I don't know if compressed is the right way to describe it, but a different schedule next week. Yep, so we play a Friday night game next week. So everything will be moved up a day. Uh, we typically will practice coming off a of bye week on a Monday. We'll practice on a Sunday. Uh, but because of that, we, we started practice earlier. So we went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So these guys are off today. Um, we had a couple meetings this morning, but that's it. They're off. They'll have Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, and then they have to be back at noon on uh, on Sunday, and then we get going with the practice. And campus is on a fall break too right now, which, you know, timed up, uh, you know, worked out so there's no class times, no, right. no things like that that they have to do. So they can really kind of, you know, exhale a little bit and get off because I know they spend so much work on that. And, you know, one guy, obviously Jordan Fuller, throughout his career, you know, scholar-athlete, now he's, you know, got recognized as one of the top safeties, uh, you know, as a finalist for that lot award. Uh, you talked about a lot of times how he does it right, you know, and, and this is the type of guy that you want to be an example of the program. But, again, just on, you know, Jordan for what he's been accomplished academically and now obviously athletically too on the field. Jordan uh, is a great example of, you know, I talk to all, all these young guys all the time. There's that 
they have talent, and that's why we recruited them because they have talent. But they didn't earn talent. Talent was given to them by God, and that's just the way it is. But when talent's equated, it all comes down to discipline and skill. And what kind of discipline and skill have you created? And I think Jordan's a great example of somebody who's created unbelievable discipline and unbelievable skill. Uh, his discipline, the way he organizes his day, the way he set up his academics, the way he gets rest at night, the way he takes care of his body. He's such a role model for those young guys. And then the skill that he's created, you know, in terms of on the field, and he's worked very hard with Jeff this past year in terms of getting the calls right. He gets everybody lined up. And then he's playing at a high level. He's there. He's making interceptions. He's running the alley and making you know, tackles and things like that. So what a great example of somebody who's living his life the right way but has created a, a, a ridiculous amount of discipline and skill in his life, which is really a tribute to, to him. And is that the key that you've talked about with guys with a new defensive coaching staff, how those relationships had to take hold right away? Yeah, and, and you know, the, the personal connection is what's critical in, in with, those, uh, with those guys. And so I think, you know, Al's done a really good job with the linebackers. Jeff's done a great job with the secondary. You know, uh, Larry's had his connection already, and, and, uh, and then Matt and, and Greg have also done a good job. But uh, at the end of the day, those guys want to know they're getting better, and they want to know you care about them. And, and if you can do those two things, you can build relationships and build that connection, which you got to draw upon, especially later in the season. And the guy backing him up. Backing uh, up Jordan Fuller, Josh Proctor had a big play on the tight end, knocked him out of bounds for a short game. I just got some depth at that position, too, and it's good to see him not only play on special teams, but get out there and make some plays with the defense, too. That's a guy who's very talented, and we talk about talent. He's got the talent, and so uh, he's, he's learning from Jordan, and he's watching Jordan. Jordan's a great role model for Josh to learn about how you go about being a pro, how you learn about uh, you know being a leader, and this is a captain, this is somebody who does everything the right way, and the more Josh can emulate Jordan, I think Josh's career could go through the roof. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different band performing live on stage two hours before kickoff. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks, Beat Cancer, and more of today's show with Coach Ryan Day presented by Roosters when we continue from Learfield IMG College. Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Every time you close your laptop, a corona gets its line. And every time your to-do list is to do one less thing, a corona gets its line. Every time you press pause. Every time you unwind or lose track of time, a corona gets its line. And every time your feet are up while the sun goes down, a corona gets its line. So drop a lime in and find your beach. Please drink responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. Who can help you score a touchdown with your finances? How about our friends at Credit Union of Ohio? Whether you're looking to buy a new home or make upgrades like a finished basement to watch all the big games, their team of experts will help you get the funds you need. 
It's a great time to make those renovations you've been dreaming about. Credit Union of Ohio is your local mortgage lender. Learn more about their home loan options at cuofohio.org. That's cuofohio.org. NCUA insured equal housing lender. financing for 36 months plus tickets to an ohio state football game courtesy of universal windows direct a proud sponsor of ohio state athletics like me you'll be saying i love my windows i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct buckeye football leaves here the fan This is the Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. As the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Register by visiting your favorite Roosters location or at RoostersWings.com. One trip is awarded each week. See Roosters' website. For official rules, Roosters, a fun, casual, jointed, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We should also point out and say happy birthday to Dan Ponton from Roosters. He's floating around yes. here someplace, so happy birthday, Dan Ponton. We read it in the newspaper that it was your birthday today. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's show with Coach Ryan Day, presented by Roosters as Ohio State heads into the first of two bye weekends. Uh, another of our uh, media social media questions, would you ever experiment with the eye formation similar to what Nebraska threw at you a couple of weeks ago. That's from Tom and Tiffin. Uh, yeah, we, we actually um, we, we do a little bit of that um, with the back offset. So uh, when the quarterback is in, you know, the gun and the tailback's behind him, that's the pistol. And uh, instead of being in the eye, the back, you know, just offset a little bit. Sometimes we'll motion him back there. And that's just because if we were under center, he'd be right behind the quarterback because the quarterback's there. So we'll do a little bit of two-back stuff here and there. Uh, we haven't really lined up under center eye and run the belly G option like they did <laughs> and uh, probably won't, but you never know. I could see B.B. Landers being a pretty good fullback. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, he could fill a hole right there if you wanted to have a fullback and get him out in the flat a little bit, maybe on a good. wheel route. But, uh, you get B.B. Master and J.K. and Justin in the same backfield. Look out. Uh, you might <laughs> – you know, just have to t- turn and hand the ball off. But, yeah. yeah, you can have fun with that. I don't know what you're going to do over the weekend. It'd be hard to recruit receivers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, game by game, game yeah, right. by game. you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes it's rainy out, right, right and right, windy. Right. But, you know, you're saying that your defense playing so outstanding, and I know, you know, we talk about those linebackers, Malik Harrison, you know, playing at a very high level, uh, tough Borland, you know, two-time captain in there. Him and Baron Browning have really knocked down that side. And then Pete Warner, you know, playing at a high level. Just talk about how those linebackers really come together right now and, and doing what they're doing. And again, have some depth at that position with a lot of people playing. Justin Hilliard getting, you know, some reps in there. Dallas Gant, uh, Taraja Mitchell when he's been healthy, and Kayvon Popert. A lot of people there that can play. Yeah, we got some good depth there. And when we moved kind of that bullet position 
um, you know, became a little bit of a log jam at, at, at linebacker because, you know, we, we played some different, we moved some guys, you know, Brennan White and Jocelyn Wint, and those guys are, are now playing that, that same linebacker bullet position. Um, so we have some really good depth there, and, and guys have been rolling, and I think Al's doing a good job of getting those guys to play fast. I think they, they really understand where they fit into the defense. You know, meeting with these guys this week, the thing that keeps coming up is I, I know my position, but I also feel like I know where everybody else fits into the defense. And so I think that helps when you're going to track and your angles and understanding where you fit into the coverage, where you fit into the run fit, and, and, and that way. So I think they're playing with speed. They're playing with toughness, and, and Al's doing a good job of getting them to play with energy. Has that also been a primer the last two games, the two quarterbacks who have the ability to tuck and run that they've had to defend? Yeah. Yeah, and when you play a single-gap defense like we do in a single-high look, uh, you know, it's something you have to be aware of because um, that's why a lot of teams have gone to quarters defense is to handle the quarterback run. And so in order to do that, I mean, you have to defeat blocks because uh, numerically the only advantage, you know, you have is the middle safety who would have to come down out of the middle of the field. Other than that, they kind of got you outnumbered in the quarterback run game. So uh, D-line's done a good job of that, and uh, and so the linebackers have done a good job of defeating blocks as well. Do you, do you, a lot of times is it on defense, do you end up getting with those tight ends depending on where they're lined up and stuff? Is it usually a linebacker that's going to get it end up covered at third down? You'd probably be more of a safety type, but ideally, who would you like to have on those tight ends? Because, you know, Michigan State, I think, had six receptions by their tight ends, and, you know, they're going to get out and make some plays here. That is a mismatch, and you know I've, you're looking for the same thing on offense as they are. Who ideally would you like to be on those linebackers during those situations? Yeah, well, Pete, Pete uh, Warner is you know he, he's a linebacker, but he can he can really cover guys. He's very very athletic, yeah. so uh, he, we feel he can do a great job with that. But then also that's where the bullet position comes into play, where um, you know they're kind of safety body types that are playing linebacker, and uh, we think that that's a good matchup for us in coverage, uh, or or also bringing the safety out of the secondary. Is that also the key when you have the football for the offense and in particular the quarterback to recognize all of those things from the other defense to give yourself the numbers advantage there with the ball? Yeah, no, I I think uh, there's the numbers advantage is always critical to figure out where you fit into that. And that's that's where, you know, all the different uh, schemes come into play where you make defenses, uh, you know, cover you from sideline to sideline. That's where the bubble screens come into play to stretch teams out. Um, and, but then you also have to handle the blitzes and when they bring other guys into boxes. But the idea of the spread run game is to create a numeric advantage inside. You got a lot out of your cornerbacks. I know Damon Arnett, uh, a little bit nicked up in that game, came out in the second half. Jeff Okuda, uh, Sean Wade doing his things there. We saw Cam Brown, Seven Banks in there playing. Again, another position, you got a lot of depth. And you're gonna, during the course of a game, you need all of that depth with guys getting banged around. You like what you're seeing on your corners? Yeah, we, we put uh, Cam in there and Seven uh, when, when Damon went down in the game. And I thought they handled themselves well. I think both those guys have grown. They understand the defense. They're they're focused and taking it serious. Um, and anytime you you know you lose a corner like we did, and be able to put a couple guys in there to replace them without losing a beat, I think that goes to show what kind of depth we have in the secondary. Was this a game where, as you looked at it after the fact, you got a little more from some of those guys on defense into the fourth quarter, or at least into the second half? Something we going into the game, we had talked about we hadn't played 60 minutes of football, and so being in the locker room and saying, "Hey, we got to go out there and play for you know this you know third quarter and fourth quarter," that was something new that we hadn't done. And so. I still think we can do a better job of that. Something that we, we, we talked about, um, you know, in the Champions meeting on Monday is that we've got to do a great job of rallying everybody at, at halftime and getting ready to play in the, the third and the fourth quarter. Um, I thought we did okay. I thought we could have been better. But, uh, 
But, you know, overall, I thought we won the third quarter and won the fourth quarter, and that was good. Uh, but we, we also left some things on the field we can improve on. Drew Crispin, again, you know, called upon four times, had another big game, 48-yard average. Uh, you know, he's been impressive his whole career. Last year, you really needed a lot of Drew Crispin when you played Michigan State, so you know the punter's important. But he's able to flip the field. And, you know, Michigan State had a pretty good punter in their own right. But I think at the end of the day, Drew probably won that match. Uh, you know, just, again, his importance to this team. He, he seems to always come in and make plays. And you never want to forget about it. take that guy for granted because uh, they, they make such big plays and the importance to the game is flipping the field. Yeah, yeah. When, when you're playing the game, the, the game of field position, it's really, really important. And so to have a 42 or a 48.2 average is, is critical with no return yardage. And a lot that comes into that is the protection, is the snap and everything. But Drew's got to punt it. But then the coverage is critical. And, uh, you know, Kuda and Olave and, uh, you know, Malik Harrison did a great job getting down the field. Um, you know, even Liam was down there and, and forcing fair catches. Uh, that, that's a big deal. And so, you know, a 53-yard punt I think he had at one point was big, flips the field, and then forces, the you know, the offense to come out on, on their side and, and work it all the way down the field. And against a good defense, you know, that's that's good for us. And, and then how quickly can we get the ball back and do a good job on, on punt return so that we can get ourselves into plus territory. Did you know that one person can save eight lives, give sight to two, and heal more than 50 people through organ, eye, and tissue donation? Be a Buckeye for Life. Register today as organ, eye, and tissue donor at lifelineofohio.org. More with Coach Day in our weekly show presented by Roosters when we continue from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. We all have our routines, and for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. I'm Maggie Griffin, and I'm working to end hunger in my community. I saw families with no access to fresh, healthy foods and knew I had to find a solution. At Ohio State, I connected farming and social work to build a solution from the ground up. And now, I deliver nourishing produce to my neighbors who need it most. All of this because I chose to be a Buckeye. Find out more at osu.edu stories. 
You know the most overrated thing about going to the game? Driving yourself. Hey, it's Anthony Rothman. Avoid the headache of traffic and the cost of parking. Take Coda Express. It's offered from Coda's Crosswoods Park and Ride and the Ohio Expo Center and State Fairgrounds for just $5.50 round trip. Buses go three hours before and two hours after every home game. Get dropped off a block from the shoe. Cash and cards accepted at the park and ride locations. Delaware residents take day to bus to Crosswoods and catch Coda to the game. Visit Coda.com slash OSU football. You've got to see the incredible and all-new Jeff Weiler Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram dealership in Canal Winchester. And during the Ram Power Days, you can shop and save on over 1,500 new vehicles. Come see us today at the all-new Jeff Weiler Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Before kickoff, hit the field with Game Time with Ryan Day. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to break down each week's game. Game Time with Ryan Day. Game Day Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10 TV and statewide on Fox Sports Ohio. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. The fan, the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You'll hear the chants of OHIO as you cheer on the Buckeyes while you shop at Giant Eagle all season long. With Giant Eagle's Fuel Perks Plus program, you'll score perks throughout the store on your Buckeye tailgate accessionals and officially licensed Ohio State gear. Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Welcome back to this week's show again. We want to remind folks that our show next week will be on Wednesday rather than Thursday because of the Friday night game at Northwestern. Um, before we tackle some of the other topics, uh, this was an opportunity, and today, if I uh, understand, is National Mental Health Day. And you and your wife have gotten involved long before the season started with the efforts that you're going to go through. If you would just kind of uh, reiterate some of those for our listeners and the people here, just uh, what it is that you and Nina are doing to help bring some of the awareness to that. Yeah, well, you know, we partner up with On Our Sleeves uh, with Nationwide, and, um, you know, they have a tremendous program that they've built there, and they're uh, building a new a mental health pavilion that they're going to be building in the spring. And, um, you know, On Our Sleeves is a program that is hoping to break stigmas attached to uh, mental health. And, you know, suicide is the second leading killer of adolescents and teenagers throughout the country. And uh, this will be the first mental health, um, you know, facility throughout the country that's just focused on mental health. And, and um, you know, it's something that touched Nina and I to, you know, to our core, and we wanted to be a part of that. And so, um, you know, we've been right in the teeth of this thing, trying to get involved with it. You know, we'll be in a school on, on Friday, you know, getting involved and spreading the word. And uh, we actually sent a bunch of kits out to a bunch of elementary schools uh, this week and make sure that, uh, you know, we're bringing that awareness and breaking the stigmas attached to asking for help. And uh, there's so many ways that mental health, uh, you know, shows itself, you know, and obviously suicide is one of them, but with depression and uh, drug use and different things. And we just want to make sure that it's okay to ask for help and that uh, people aren't alone out there. And these packages, what, uh, daytime package, Jerry was telling me, is that the name of it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the daytime package. What's all in that package? Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. It's mostly just to, to bring awareness and different coping me- mechanisms and different things that are, uh, you know, available to, to people so that they understand, again, that there's there's help out there. And um, and there's a lot of different programs out there throughout the, the state, throughout the country that are great. 
but this is just one program that, that we have that we've really got behind. You know, I know earlier in the summer, uh, Robert Landers stepped up and he talked about some of his concerns and his connection with all that. Unfortunately, a lot of it came after the tragedy that occurred in his hometown of Dayton, but we saw BB walk through here earlier today. He's got a personality as big as this lobby, but yeah. uh, it has to be great to see a young man of that age to be able to, to speak the way he has and tackle something like that. Yeah, and I'm proud of BB for doing that. And, you know, to see a football coach, to see a football player like BB, you know, uh, you know, step out there and say, you know, it's okay to ask for help. Uh, I think that's hopefully there's somebody out there that's going through a tough time that says, you know, if if a big manly football player like BB Landers can say he needs help or that uh, he supports something like this, then then they know that there's no stigma attached for asking for help and that there's nothing nothing weak uh, about that and that this actually shows some strength to know that you can go get help from somebody and, and uh, get the treatment that you need. And Robert BB Landers talking about today's joint event with Chris Borland, the former Wisconsin linebacker and fellow uh, Daytonian, uh, you know, back there in Dayton uh, this weekend. And again, to show these guys aren't going to go, you know, on vacation this weekend or giving back. Some are going to go see families, things like that. Some catching up on studies, whatever. But everybody's got a variety of things they're doing. And that's good to see, too, involved in the community. Yeah, yeah. And it's something that, that BB came uh, to me early in the week and uh, just wanted to clear it through me. I thought it was great, uh, you know, going to, to show some support for his community. And there's a lot of people that are going to be involved there. And He'll be decked out in all his Ohio State gear. But, but I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, B.B.'s his own person and that he wants to make sure that it isn't just Ohio State. I mean, that's a big part of it. But B.B.'s his own person and that he's there to help his community and to help with that support. Another of our social media questions. Nelson in Greenfield, would you like to see the high school state championship games eventually return to Ohio Stadium? Yes, and uh, we've had me- meetings uh, with the, um, the Ohio State Athletic Board um, and, and some of the people in Columbus to do that. Uh, there's a lot that goes into that. There's uh, some complexities that come with that, but absolutely uh, it's something that uh, I've supported and brought to the table and, and really would like to uh, see You know, anybody who plays high school football in the state of Ohio should want to go play in the horseshoe, and that should be one of their lifelong dreams. And being able to play the state championship game here I think is great. And so, uh, yeah, and I know it's not easy. I know there's a lot that comes with that, finances and different things, but uh, I'm going to do everything I can to support that to get that back in the stadium. And you have all the schools in southern Ohio support you too because they don't like the <laughs> four-hour bus ride up to Canton. Canton-Stark County does a great job. I mean, that's pro football, the birth of it, and they do sure. a fantastic job, so it's tough competition. But the Cincinnati schools would appreciate it, and the Dayton schools and the Southwest yes. schools would appreciate that. Well, thank you as always, Coach. We appreciate it, and enjoy as much of the bye weekend as you can. All right, guys. See you next week. All, all right. right. That's Ohio State Coach Ryan Day. A reminder, next week's show will be on Wednesday because next Friday, Ohio State's at Northwestern will be on the air that night with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 7 p.m. The Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters, has been brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance and by Adina Health System. For Skip Mossick, Ted Holbrook, and for Jim Lachey and Coach Ryan Day, this is Paul Keels. Thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network.